All right, let's get to it. It's about time. Hour number two, I'm Jim Rome, live in Southern California. Here's how the rest of the show sets up. I know for some of you, hour number two is actually hour number one, so good morning. Good afternoon. Hey, Alvi, if they missed hour number one, then they missed the all-important decky, yeah. Why don't we give that to them? Yeah, 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 yeah! It's a Friday thing. We're fired up. Coming up at the top of next hour, a rookie guard for the L.A. Rams who are already in. They're in. Steve Avila. Right after that, the former NFL All-Pro defensive tackle, Gerald McCoy, front of the program. So we're talking football, both of them. Meantime, your phone number is toll-free. Use it. It's been a really good phone call week. Props to you, clones. Nice job. Really good job to start the year. one 636 8686 You know you can find me on the X at Jim Rome, R-O-M-E. You're not going to find me if you spell my name R-O-A-M or R-H-O-M-E. You're not going to find me. I'm easy to find unless you misspell my name. Rome at haveatake.com via email. All right, because it is Friday... Incredibly enough, we are down to our last week of the NFL regular season. So that means we have another chance to visit with the big head himself, James Kelly. Head, happy new year. How you feeling generally and how you feeling about week 18, which is always tricky. I'm not feeling good about anything right now. I've been taking. What uh, else is new, dude? Yeah. Kick to the east and stick after kick to the east and stick. Not going good on the gambling front, but fantastic for the new year. Happy New Year, Jim. Not going well on the gambling front. Damn it. There we go. 2024. (laughs) Happy New Year, dude. Happy New Year. Listen, I've been talking about you, and now I want to talk about you to you. Dude, Mm -hmm. Jed Fish, like, you've been calling this for a long time. What is it about this guy? I mean, I know, but what is it about this guy that you love so much, and when did your love affair with Jed begin? It began in 08. I've been stalking him for about 15 years here. Um, He's been around the best. His resume is uh, like no other. He has been around the best coaches maybe in the history of the game, all of them. He's also been bad by bad coaches, uh, around bad coaches. And he's also taken what he's learned from these great coaches and had success for them in in a, a coordinator role. It's a resume that's like no other, and I knew he would do good at Arizona, and well, he'll do good at the NFL. He, he I knew he'd do well. well. Yes. Yep. I, I knew you would do poorly. I'm telling with you, Chargers should go after him. <laughs> sign right. the contract, Arizona. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, sign that contract. Make sure you get that thing done. All mm-hmm. right, let's go. I want to give you credit for that because no. you have been on this guy for a long, long time. Let's start with the Lions and Minnesota. I sort of like this game, and I'll tell you why in a moment, because we don't say that very often anymore. Mm-hmm. What is the line, and what are you doing with this game? I'm laying the three-and-a-half points and rolling with Cannibals-Lions. These two teams played each other two weeks ago. The Lions won by six in Minnesota after Nick Mullins gifted them four interceptions. Mullins won't throw another four Sunday, but the Lions will make his offense one-dimensional again as they've been the best run defense in football the last three games. 53.7 rushing yards per game allowed the last three weeks. They should create some turnovers off that. And on offense, the Lions themselves can run the football. Fourth in the NFL in rushing yards per game. First in the NFL by a wide margin in yak rushing yards. Now, Jared Goff hasn't been great against a blitz this season, but this is his second shot at Flores. And the Vikings secondary is banged up. ATS Cannibal. 
Since he took over in 2021, his team has been the best in football and covering 68% of their games. Holy crap, dude. Yes, great number. Great stat. And sorry this hurts, as it will be the last time this season we will be able to give P.A. his proper respect in a game preview. Alvin, please some P.A. How about your Vikings, Vikings fan? Love PA. Lions minus three and a half. Love, love PA. Him. I don't love that you think that Alvin's a jukebox, but I love PA. <laughs> Listen, I mentioned that I like this game, and I don't say that very often because there are no easy games or easy picks anymore. Right. But I like this one because you, I Alan. think that while they're already in, the Lions are still pissed about getting kicked in the Easton stick by the refs last week. Mm-hmm. And they've got a remote shot, a very remote shot, and playing their way all the way up to the two seed. And even if they don't, I think they're going to want to go into the postseason with some juice and some mo. On the flip side, I do not trust the Vikings, like at all, especially under center where they were nice for a minute or two, but it's all come back to bite them in the ass. So Mm -hmm. to recap, number one, the Lions hate the refs. Number two, they do have a remote shot at a two seed. And number three, there is nothing to like about the Vikings except PA. Lions minus three and a half. Uh, three and a half now. Yep. Three and a half. All right. Next game. I'm with Control you on that one. Fury. The Jags stopped the bleeding last week. They find themselves in a win and they're in situation. Tell you what, we're still not sure about Trevor Lawrence's status. Right. I thought Andrew Bogus said that he's questionable. As tough as this dude is, I've got a hard time believing that he's not going to go with right. the division on the line. But we don't know. They play the Titans who have had a really rough year. So what's the number? How are you going to handle that one? I'm laying the three and a half points and going with the Jags on the road here. Yeah, not sure on the QB like you said. I think it will be Lawrence, and I'm hoping so because outside of that one season when Lawrence played for that uh, perverted bastard, he has balled out against Tennessee. In 2022, two wins and averaged 290 yards uh, passing per game, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. which perverted bastard? Oh, that one. Yeah, the perv. The perv, perv, the perv. Yeah, that lit up against there. Um, This season... Jaguars won by 20, and he had his best game of the year with a QBR of 90. But I think C.J. Beathard could have success through the air if he's the one that goes because a a Titans pass defense is not good at all. On defense, the focus will be on stopping King Derrick, as we know, in what could be his last game with Tennessee. And if they do that, the other Josh Allen, he might just win the sack title because, as we know, he's going up against a Molinari of a line in Tennessee that PFF has rated as their worst in football. They gave up seven sacks last week against Houston. Also, the Titans have won five. so unnecessary. I know. It's distracting, too. Get this number. Titans have won five of their last 23 games. Let's go with Mrs. Ursay. Say, say, say that nice again. Second. I couldn't hear it under that show. stupid drop that Allen played. They've won how many games? Five you, of their last 23, I believe. You believe? Yeah. No, I know. I know. It's five right. of 23? Yeah. Titan. Titan. They lost their last seven last year to yeah. end the season. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Rex. No, no, no. Do you have anything to say about anything that matters, dude? Or are you just going to play all these stupid drops? Uh, just the drops. Jags minus three and a half, sorry. <laughs> just the drops. <laughs> this guy. Listen, I've got no inside info on Trevor, but I've got a hard time seeing a dude that tough and that proud not going with a chance to rip their second consecutive AFC South title. But then again, I do have a tremendous threshold for his pain, right? Mm-hmm. The Titans have had a pretty miserable right. season, but if we know anything about them and their coach, Mike Vrabel, there is no way they don't show up yes. and battle. If you don't believe me, ask Gentry. 
Gentry wondered whether or not they really have anything to play for. And he even asked Mike Vrabel about that before Vrabel set Gentry straight. Because it sucks to lose. Gentry. It f***ing sucks. So it's like, good. It's like, it, it sucks? How much does it suck, Mike? It love Vrabel. Sucks. Love Vrabel. Gentry. I love Vrabel. I just don't love his team in this spot. Yes, the Jags had lost four in a row. Never a good sign to lose four in a row, and especially this time of year. But they have enough. They will do enough to cover. So I'm going to lay the points, even with that hook. Jags, mm-hmm. minus three and a half. Nice. Gentry. All right. Saints and Falcons. Like, ugh. Two teams that have an outside shot at the playoffs and two teams that, frankly, I do not trust at all. What's the number? What's your play? I'm going with the three-point home favorite Saints here. Now, I've been hard on emotional Derek this season because, well, he's deserved it. But the last four weeks, through those teary eyes of his, he's seen the field better and is playing his best ball as a Saint. That's pretty interesting what you just did. Through those teary eyes of his, he has seen the field better. That's actually one of the brighter, more clever things you've said since I've known you. I got proof, too. Ten touchdowns. The bar is low, dude, but that was actually pretty clever. It is is extremely low. Ten touchdowns, two interceptions, and three and one during that stretch for the Saints. I'll take my chances with him over whomever angry Arthur runs at quarterback, whether it's Ritter or the former St. Louis Battlehawk Heineke out there. Because while Dennis Allen's defense isn't as good as that sixth and scoring number they post, they do well against Ast, against the Titans, Panthers, Pats, and Giants, all teams who rank 28th or worse in scoring. They held them to 8.8 points per game. Now, Atlanta, uh, they scored... R-U-N-A-I. AI app. Why are you talking like a robot all of a sudden? I don't know. It's a good question. Uh, (laughs) Continue, AI head. Atlanta scored 24 points against them earlier this season. They're a bad offense. I'm hoping we see more of the bad offense here. Um, ATS, Atlanta is covering 28% of their road games this season. I think, yes, it has a lot to do with the Rhea playing Saints minus three. It's incredible, dude, the way you try to wedge in your five favorite things every single week. They're still funny, though. They're not funny, dude. (laughs) To anybody but you and a few idiots listening, that. Do I look like I think that's funny? Am I smiling? Anyway. Thank you, Alan. (laughs) Both these teams have burned me so many times. I thought that the Saints were dead in the water last week, and then they rise up and they punk Tampa. And then you and I both love Arthur Smith, and I want to pick the Falcons. I really do. I just can't. As much as I don't trust the Saints, I trust the Falcons even less. And while Derek Carr may cry when this one's over, or even during the game, I am riding with him for the same reason you are. I trust him more than either Taylor Heineke or Desmond Ritter, two dudes who I've tried really hard to get with in the past. Nothing personal, fellas. It's just business. But the Saints are at home. They've got a chance to get in. They've covered three of their last four, and their defense has stepped up of late. I'm going to take the Saints, and I'm going to lay the points, even if some of you knuckleheads think that that makes me a chalky little bitch. (laughs) So you and I are three for three, right? Yep, same page. All right, let's get on this one. Bills v. Miami. Gargantuan game, head. I can't lie. I've gone back and forth on this one. I may change my mind in the middle of this discussion, but where is the line on this now? And I have to know how you're playing it. Man, Blind Terry's Bills have been my ride or die AFC 
team to the Super Bowl since they were 6-6. Six and six. They're two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. I'm with the Mafia and the Bills here. Yeah, I don't play that because you've got them at 25-1, to one, don't you? 25-1 to one to make the Super Bowl. Twenty-five, yep. not, not even to win, but to make it. Just to make it. They That's might run smart, in the 49ers dude. there. Yeah. For, for somebody who's like functionally illiterate, that is smart. Thank you. Good play, dude. Thank you very much. No matter what happens. Go ahead. Uh, I don't put much Thank stock you, in Alan. the Dolphins getting their ass kicked against Baltimore because everyone gets their ass kicked against Baltimore. But on season two date, my guy Mike McDee's number one ranked scoring offense has gotten fat off bad teams. Miami averages 35.5 points versus teams 500 or worse. 18.4 points v teams with a record over 500. Not good there. Also, the Bills defense is playing great. Last three games, second fewest yards allowed in all of football. Third fewest uh, points allowed in all of football. They're getting healthier, and Miami is not. Bradley Chubb's season is over about a month after Jalen Phillips was. Xavier Howard, Jalen Waddell, and Raheem Mostert aren't practicing as of right now. Mm. I'm going to go with the team whose quarterback, Vic Fangio, called John Elway on steroids. My guy, Josh Thank Allen. Thank you, John Elway. Yes. Um, the guy, John Josh Elway, Allen, passed in the draft for Case John Keenum. Elway on steroids. Josh Man, Allen. you want to talk about a hot take. Come on, Vic. Vic, I... Vic, you're an unbelievable coach, but come on, dude. I know. I think John John's Elway great on steroids. Yeah. Hey, John. I mean, he's bigger. But yeah, I think I'll Elway's give him that. He's Look, I like Josh Allen. Yeah. And he is bigger. But come on. John Elway Josh on roids. No, I agree. I think John Elway with Aaron Rodgers are the greatest quarterbacks of all time. But it's a great compliment. I love Josh Allen. Let's go with Mafia. Josh minus two and a half. Allen, Jim. All right. So I, I see it working. You know how this goes, right? Absolutely. I love this game. I love the game. I don't necessarily love the bet. Tough bet. The Dolphins are already in. But they got hammered by Baltimore last week. We know they're busted up. You just made that point. And the Bills did smack them way back in week four. And while the Bills are playing some of their better ball when it matters most, they're still a bit banged up themselves. Not as badly as Miami, but they're still banged up. It's going to come down to that guy we just talked about, Josh Allen. Assuming that Josh does not try to play hero ball, try to do too much, and he takes care of the football, they'll be fine. They'll win. But we are talking about Josh Allen. So I think that's a major assumption. The bigger the game, the bigger the stakes, the more the guy tries to do it himself. And I admire it. I respect it. But it's not necessarily a good thing. In fact, it's not a good thing. And the stakes could not be any higher because the Bills, head, as you know, could play their way all the way up to the two seed mm-hmm. or they can miss the playoffs altogether. So the question is, do you trust Josh Allen in this spot? Josh per- Allen. Personally, thank mm-hmm. you for mm-hmm. backing me up on that. Personally, I never trust anybody who picks south of Knicks over Javier's. Can't do it. And Allen did. Yep. Right to my face. Right in your face. But mm-hmm. I'm going to trust the big dog, big dog here. I'm going to roll with the Bills. I'm going to lay the points. Have you been on Hell the yes. road? I'm with you. Bills yes. Mafia, let's go. Colts v. Texans. Now, you know, Head, this is an enormous Texans house. Shout out to jungle legend Nick Casario. What up, mm-hmm. Nick? I see you. But I respect the hell out of the Colts. All the chances they had to lay down and die this year, and they never did. I actually love this game. And this number, if I'm not mistaken, Head, has been bouncing around a bit. Where is the number now? What are you doing with this game? Yeah, so two teams that want to combine seven games a season ago are in a win-and-get-in situation a year later Knicks-Texans are one-and-a-half-point favorites on the road right now, and no left in Laguna disrespect to Nick. Love the Texans, love their future, but I'm riding with that 
Little ass boy Beowulf Minshew and taking the point and a half. Little ass boy. Dude, Max Crosby is so damn angry. Bro, he, ca- he just he just calls he keeps calling everybody little ass boy. Hey, little ass boy. I'm like I'm little out here, but not always, you know. But let me just stop right there before you uh-huh. jump in. I, I, I could not love that clip any more than I do. Gardner Minshew saying it. Max Crosby's out here calling everybody a little ass boy. And then mimicking him. And then kind of sheepishly saying, yeah, out here I might be, but I'm not everywhere. Dude, it's so Dude, great. It's so Gardner. How funny is that? Oh, little goodness. ass boy. <laughs> I love that so much. Dude, great backup, great guy. You can see why the locker room has played for him. Um, when he hasn't thrown an interception, the Colts are great actually... backup, great guy. I, I don't know that he's not an, a legitimate starter in the NFL. I mean, look, he's done great this year. But, I mean, the guy could. And Would you not argue that he's one of the 31 or 32 best? Yeah, I think he's right around there, that 30 to 32 range. And if he wins Saturday, dude, he has oh, yeah. an argument, right? All right. Yeah. Um, biggest thing for him, don't throw an interception. The Colts are 6-0 and when he hasn't this season. Um, he just has to handle that Texans Wait, turnovers pressure. Matter? Turnovers matter in football, Taking care right? Of the ball matters. All it right. does. It, right off a of Josh Allen segue. Dude, right? if I keep interrupting you, we could bring Josh this thing to the bottom of the hour. That'd be kind of fun. Right, oh yeah, we got to talk to people. Okay. Um, pressure Texans. They do good. At, uh, they get after the quarterback. Well. Only Bryce. They do well. Damn it, another one. Only Bryce Young rated lower V pressure it, this season. One. But his struggles are heavy on being blitzed. The Texans don't do that, and they won't have Jonathan Greenard, who is leading the team in sacks. He's great. Jo- uh, Jonathan Taylor here. It's time. Houston is really good against the run. Taylor has not had one 100-yard rushing game this season. Historically, he's wrecked the Texans and averaging 124 yards per game rushing against them in his career. He has to make some plays here. Biggest worry is, of course, C.J. Stroud against that Indy secondary. But CJ's wideouts are banged up. His line is a little bit too hostile environment. Let's roll with the upper quartile of upper quartile, upper quartile of organizations. Of that guy. Quartile of that Colts upper quartile. plus. Got to make you make a pretty persuasive argument. The problem is I respect and I respect the hell out of the Colts. Mm-hmm. I think given all the injuries and the adversity and the fact that they've got a first-year head coach that we're even having this conversation that they're still alive for a playoff berth in Week 18 is a credit to every last one of them. They're gritty as hell. Now, I try to maintain my betting discipline. Rarely do I, but I try to. (laughs) I try not to make it personal. I try not to get emotional with the picks because it's business. But I'll admit it. It's hard with the Texans. I'll just say it. I've got huge respect and admiration for my dude, Nick Casario. Sorry, Lef, I do. And how he's pushed the right buttons, made the right hires, made the right picks, and got this thing turned around. I'm not betting against my dude in one of the biggest games ever for that franchise. And then it's not just about that. It's about the team. The fact that C.J. Stroud is back. I really like Texans or the Texans defensively. Mm -hmm. The Colts were only 1-3 against the spread in their last four. This is not a bet against the Colts. It's a bet for the jungle team of the year, the Texans. I'm going to ride with Houston. I'm going to lay the points. Okay. All right. Is that five? That's five. We did All right. it. Do yeah. you, we did it. We so did you it. and I are on the same page for four. Do mm-hmm. you have any other prop bets? I don't need them because you gave me a lot already, but do you? No prop bets here. Just five straight-up games right Maybe. here. Really quickly, have you thought about Monday night's game yet? I have a lot. And uh, any assume, lean yet? I do got a lean. Are we going to do a segment on Monday? or? No, we are. We okay. are. All right. Gotcha. So just yeah. curious. I do All got right. a lean. All yep. right, good. Run back today's five picks. 
Lions minus three and a half v Vikings. Jaguars minus three and a half at Titans. Saints minus three v Falcons. Bills minus two and a half at Dolphins. Colts plus one and a half v Texans on Saturday. That was fun. Good job, head. Really good job. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jim. Have a great weekend. Let's get paid. You too. There it is. The big head. James Kelly. Putting in his time. Getting it done. All right. He and I are on the same page on four of them, but not on the last one. I like the Colts, but I cannot pick against the Texans. Let's go, Nick. Let's get it. But I do like the Colts. I respect them a lot. If you met... No, 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 no. We're not doing that. Alvin tried to hook me for a second. Alvin wanted me to reset what Lef said about Nick, and I'm not doing it. Nick, by the way, rolled with it. Nick thought it was hilarious. It's gratuitous at this point. We all know what he said. We all, it was the year in review. If you really need to hear it again, go find the year in review. I'm not replaying that. There's a reason why Lef is the Laguna Beach bully. Things like that. Anyway, what do you think? There, That's only five of the games. There are so many other really good matchups still ahead. I think the Rams and Niners are pretty interesting. That game may matter more than you think it matters because a lot of you think that it doesn't matter at all, but it might. Steve Avila will be joining me via Zoom. Top of the hour. Gerald McCoy, 1120. And I want to get into the Bears and the Packers. I love that matchup. We didn't pick that game, but I want to get into that matchup. And we will do that. Phone lines are open. 1-800-636-8686. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. Some of the diehards, some of the old school, remember the L.A. appearance. The CEO does. CEO in SoCal writes, the L.A. tour stop. Yeah. Had to take my kid away from that riot. I think calling it a riot, Pat, might be a bit much. Had we stayed, it could have been a riot. Mr. B's was a riot. Lana, she's in too. Quote, I was at that toy stop. It was crazy. Raider fan out of control. War lady Again, it wasn't just Raider fan, although Raider fan was a part of it to be sure. It was just the energy of the room. It was really aggressive. And it was packed. Packed. And it was a different time. <laughs> this guy was there too. At DLH1029. Rome, I was at that tour stop. It was a mess. Poor Andrea Kramer. Andrea Kramer did come. And was not treated with respect, unfortunately. I mean, she's a pro. She's a pro. She was a pro then. She is a pro now. A friend. I mean, she came out for an appearance. And was not treated well. Tommy, I... I said, I don't remember what year that was exactly. And he went to look for it and said that there is no tour stop listed. And it's not technically a tour stop. That was more of an appearance. So that probably would not fall under the category of tour stop. But there are three people right there. Right away, they were like, oh, Rome, I was in the building that day. I was in the building that day. I remember it. We had Dave Taylor of the LA Kings. He was in route. One of the classiest athletes I've ever met in my life, Dave Taylor. He was en route. We called him up and said, Dave, I don't know how to tell you this. 
and I feel horrible about this, please turn around and go back. Do not come to the building. We're shutting it down. We can't do the show. It's too out of hand. So obviously some of the SoCals were there and they remember it. This guy's actually very funny. Rome, in case you missed it, now we're number one. I implemented a new jungle rule. If you state your age during a phone call, you get run. Because I don't care. I don't care how old you are. It's bogging down the process. It's immaterial. In response to that, this guy writes, Rome, all this talk about geriatrics. Let me stop right there. It's not a geriatric rule. It's an age rule. Let me just stop you right there. I'm not doing it because people who are stating their age are old. I don't care how old you are, period. Rome, all this talk about geriatrics and clones telling you their age is making me think we need another age war in the jungle like the Ritt versus Gavin, the 16-year-old showdown a couple of years ago. Will in Richmond. Now, that's funny. I've forgotten about that. Go ahead. I was going to accept your invitation to the Gavin v. Ritt showdown. Game on. (laughs) What's that? Gavin, that's just Ritt pushing buttons. Ignore the old man. Okay, sorry. I was here to accept the Gavin v. Ritt showdown. Here's some advice, Ritt. Start getting up at 2 a.m. so you can do your water aerobics or that fake slow-motion karate old people call exercise. Make sure and take your pain meds too too that early because hopefully they kick in by the time I eat your old, dusty, mummified carcass all the way to the Grand Canyon. Nice read, Gavin. Anyway, that that was actually funny for a minute or two. Gavin V. Ritt. (laughs) Unfortunately, like he had our attention and he had a couple of one-liners that were funny. Then like anybody else who has success first time in, they get drunk on themselves and then Gavin flamed out in his next call. You still suck at your job. Maybe that laser beam of light reflecting off your big bald head is binding you of the fact that the show is so much better when you're not on the controls. Anyway, Rome, I need to talk about something I saw on Twitter the other day. One of those boomers charging at me is good old Manny and Oxnard. Quote, whipping that teenager live on air in the jungle. Let's hear it then, Manny. I advise staying in your cave on... Sorry, sorry, Rome. Messing up there because I'm a stupid 16-year-old. Ah! <laughs> so you could tell, like, when he started that second call, his confidence was sky high. Like, he had this mojo. He had this swag about him. And then all of a sudden, it got away from him. Because as I always say, when it goes, it goes fast. And it said, uh, 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 sorry, Rome, I'm messing up because I'm a stupid 16-year-old. I guess in a way, technically, he was the actual first one run under the state your age moratorium. Messing up there because I'm Before a there was a rule. <laughs> Would. This is so weird. Is this true? Like, this is a real thing. How weird is this? So, Wood is on the X, and Wood hits us with this. Tonight, 11 Eastern, 10 Central, 9 M, 8 P. The awesomeness that is at Garrett Ritt is a guest on the at Wood Scopes. 
Yo, Bring Wood. It on. Great get for you, dude. An enormous get for you, brah. What, dude? Was, uh... Was... 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 Does Marty not available? I was just scanning my brain for the best analogy. Does Marty's good, dude. Even if he chose repping the Monterey Park City Council, Park of Rex, or whatever over us. Twelvewood has been promoting Garrett Ritt as a guest, and I love Ritt. I'll always love Ritt. He's my brother from another. We have the same birthday. We have the same birthday. He was born probably 10 years before me, but looks like 30 years older than me. But he had a great energy about him, and he was addicted to candy. What's not to love about Ritt? Thank you. Dude, have you, is there nobody else to interview? Jelly beans. Or have you not interviewed Ritt? Has he been telling you no? Has that been the, the white whale? Has that been the one you've been chasing? Finally. Anyway, there you go. There you go, Wood. You got some promotion from me. And Romy's my homie is in, a.k.a. Abby. Mr. Rome, if we were talking about blades and runners, I better be a part of that conversation and top of the list. Signed, the O.J. Simpson. Abby. Uh, War Lady Abby. Abby, I would rather you charge your apparatus and play them on the air than start making OJ jokes. Don't, Albie. Don't. All right, I'm going to get out right now and get control of the show and get it back because we were doing just fine. Give me back my- All right, Stucknut. Leave it to Stucknut. He's in. Stucknut has the answer. I said to Tommy, that appearance in L.A. had to have been late 90s. Stucknut has the actual date because, of course, he does. June, check that, July 25th, 1997, Hollywood Sports Grill, Universal City Walk, Universal City. My dude, the nut. He's on it. Thanks, Steve-O. I said late 90s. I was wrong. 97. All right. When we come back, if I have time, I really want to get into Bears v. Packers. Here is, though, a sports update for you first. Here's Rich Acker. Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, remember, not all beef jerky is the same. Old Trapper's original old-fashioned teriyaki, hot and spicy and peppered, all come in four-ounce bags. So you can sample the different flavors to find out the best one for you. Ask for Old Trapper by name because no other jerky compares Old Trapper. What is your beef? All right, so we all know it's an enormous final regular season week in the NFL. You've got playoff spots that are on the line. You have win and you're in scenarios. You've got divisions that are still up for grabs. You've got a bunch of teams that want to wreck other team seasons. One of the quarterbacks for one of those potential 
spoiler teams. Mike personally, though, have more on the line Sunday than anybody else. Even though his team has got no shot at a playoff berth. I guess what I'm saying is, do not tell Bears fan that Bears, Packers, and Lambeau doesn't matter. And definitely do not try to tell that to Justin Fields. Because this is a massive game, in my opinion, for Justin Fields. In fact, Justin Fields knows this is a massive game. You know how I know he knows? You know, you know, you know, you know? You know, you know, you know, you know, you know? I know that Fields knows how huge this game is because of the answer he gave earlier this week about the Lambeau atmosphere. And Wisco fam, I know you're not going to like this. And I'm not saying that I agree with this. I'm just saying that Justin Fields going all Joe Noah on the city of Green Bay, to me, is calculated. This clip tells me that this dude understands the assignment that he is facing this week. You know, their home field. Uh, I know their fans are going to be loud because there's not much to do in Green Bay except watch football. But um, <laughs> uh, it's going to be a great environment to us for us to play in. And, uh, you know, hopefully have a great game and get the double on Sunday. So, Wisco fam. I know that sounds a little harsh, but at least he didn't call it, quote, depressing and say it's, quote, all factories. And at least he didn't say to the journos, what's so good about Green Bay? Or you like it? You you think Green Bay is cool? Or I've never heard anybody say, I'm going to Green Bay on vacation. You like it? You think Cleveland's cool? I mean, I never heard anybody say, I'm going to Cleveland on vacation. What's so good about Cleveland? Just like, I don't agree with that, except that's one of the greatest things ever. I mean, what an amazing statement that was at the time and today. It's all factories. It's all factories. I don't know about this place, man. Wow. Snobby much? It's all factories. Anyway, Fields did not go full Joe Noah. He kind of did a half Joe Noah. And the point was not to shove it. To Wisco fan, I don't think. I think his point was to appeal to Chicago fan. Essentially campaigning right there. He knows pressing a button like that. He knows that the Bears fans will love that. This dude knows Bears fan has never been higher on him than Bears fan is right now. This dude knows it's been years since that team ran off four wins in five games. This dude knows he's making very hard decisions about the future for the Bears and their front office even tougher. He knows. So he's leaning in at exactly the right time. He understands the assignment in front of him this weekend. It's a big task. But it's a simple assignment. Beat the Packers. Outplay Jordan Love. Bleep up Green Bay season. If Justin Fields really wants to make a case to stay in Chicago and have the Bears use all of those picks to build around him instead of choosing another quarterback, the best case that he can make is to go into Lambeau and beat the Packers. You want to be the man in Chicago. You want to be the long-term answer for a team that's been searching for their long-term answer forever. Then back up that Joe Noah act by going into your arch rival's house, stabbing them in the heart, and then do a Lambo leap. And then in the post game, tell the reporter that asked you about what it felt like and what was going through your mind, 
that nobody ever goes to Green Bay on vacation because it's all factories. Not much to do in Green Bay except watch football. Imagine what that would do to the Packers if they lost in Week 18 to miss the playoffs for the second year in a row. If they let the Lions do that to them last year and the Bears do that to them this year. Man, that would be beyond devastating. And to be clear, it is still possible for the Packers to lose and still get in. Possible. They would just need a Vikings loss or tie, plus a Seahawks loss, plus a Bucks or Saints loss. So possible, but not likely. The Packers need this one. They need this one, period. But so does Justin Fields. It's a big test. It's a massive game. It's possibly his last chance to make his best case to Bears fan and Bears front office. I don't know if they made their decision yet or not. It's a tough decision, I think. I could argue it either way. But he can make it a lot tougher on them by going into Lambeau and playing lights out. What I'm saying is Fields could pull off the football equivalent of saving the interview by complimenting my slacks. Right? His Bears career started off like him calling me more of a cardio guy. But if he can get this done in Lambeau on Sunday, it will be even more clutch and even smoother than the shout-out to my David August slacks. It's a lot of great products that they have, depending on what you're doing. I don't know if you work out much, but, you know, you, you of course, you're the— you mean I look at you, dude? <laughs> I don't know if dude, you do I'm that, but— you your grandfather. What do you mean you don't Yeah, I mean, you look, look good. Come on, man, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I like the pants. Dude, I'll tell you what's not a pick-me-up. You're looking at me and going, hey, man, I don't know if you work out or anything. Hey, I don't know. I mean, you know, <laughs> you're, you look like more of a cardio guy to me. Not, you're right, dude. Not a big weightlifter, but hey. You're right. What do you mean— you don't know if I work out or not. That was one of my favorite exchanges ever, obviously. Like the pants. You look like you're more of a cardio guy than a weight guy, but I like the pants. Like the pants. The way he saved that exchange, he might save his Bears career. I don't know what they're going to do. Like, if they've seen enough, then they're sitting on that number one pick overall, and they can build around him. However, maybe they don't believe, and they want to start the clock on a new rookie contract And they want to draft their franchise quarterback. I don't know. I don't know. In fact, I would love to sit here and say to you, oh, I know. I know. But I really don't because it's going to come down in part to this game, right? If he goes out there and he throws four picks, it's going to be a little bit more difficult for me to make that argument. If he goes out there and he throws four touchdowns and they beat Green Bay and they punk them, it's going to be a lot easier for me to make that argument. I think he has shown something this year. Massive game. Massive game. Like, look at this guy. Romy, even though we have 21 players on the injury report as of yesterday, I'm still confident the Packers will put the beat down on the Bears in La La Lambeau this weekend. Just goes to show you the grind and grit of this team this year. The future is bright with 10 under center. Bring on another 15 years with a Hall of Fame quarterback in Green Bay. John in Green Bay. I mean, John, easy. Jordan loves now a Hall of Fame quarterback? Hey, John. Dude, big game for him, too. Are you... If Justin Fields and the Bears come in and they stab you in the heart and they snatch your soul, and you go down in the last regular season game of the year and miss again, are you going to sit here and tell me that you know that Jordan Love's a Hall of Famer? 
and that you're set at quarterback for the next 15 years. And I like him. He's played really well, especially of late. But maybe you pump the brakes just a little bit before you give this guy his yellow blazer. It's a big game. Big game for both. Really big game for both. So I, I don't mind hearing from either Packer fan or Bears fan. Jamie and Green Bay's in. Quote, Green Bay. It's all calories. It's all factories. Signed Joachim Noah. That's funny. It's, it's all factories. calories. It's all calories. It's all factories. It's all calories. It's all factories. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. I've been there. All right, coming up in hour number three, we're going to start off by having a conversation. We'll go back to back, but we'll start off by having a Zoom conversation with a rookie guard for the LA Rams, Steve Avila. Joe McCoy coming up after that. Albies. Oh, look at this. James in Portland is on hold. My man, I got to find a way to get you in. But I've got back-to-back interviews. If James in Portland stays on hold, James in Portland will get on the air. There are perks and bennies if you make it better. All right, third hour coming up. Don't go anywhere. Also on ATP. My thoughts, hopefully, if I can get them in on the episode number 295 of the Jim Rohn Podcast with Kurt Warner, which was really good. All that's still ahead. <laughs> 